A tentative agreement in a forest industry strike that kept some 3,000 workers off the job since last July is being greeted with some cautious optimism by a Vancouver Island mayor who says the dispute put some families and businesses on the brink of bankruptcy. The deal was announced yesterday as the strike nears eight months. The mayor of Port McNeil had said that the strike by workers represented by the United Steelworkers at Western Forest Products has been financially devastating to mill workers and businesses that rely on them. I'm joined now on the line by Port McNeil Mayor Gabby Wickstrom. Gabby, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you, Jeff. So, yeah, just talk a little bit about this cautious optimism that you're feeling right now. I mean, it's been eight months or almost eight months now uh, since the strike began, and it looks like a tentative deal is now in place. Of course, it still has to be ratified, but just how are you feeling? A, a bit of a sigh of a relief right now for you? For sure. It was great news to wake up to the other day to hear that they'd reached a tentative agreement. But with seven and a half months um, of striking, nothing really has gone the way anybody had anticipated. So that's why I say cautiously optimistic, because, you know, until it's ratified, we're we're still holding our breath. For sure. Um, Can you talk a little bit about just what kind of impact this has had on the community? I know I I touched on it there briefly, but, um, you know, just to get a real sense from you of, of kind of how significant this has been for Port McNeil. I mean, um, you know, your community is, what, 2,400 people, and, and this is a significant portion of the workforce that work in this industry. Um, you know, clearly clearly a significant impact on not only workers and their families, but those who rely on them to, to um, you know, buy stuff and, and support the economy. Yeah, it's, it's important for your listeners to understand that it was 3,000 striking WFP workers, but 6,000 contractors were also caught in the bite. And as the months progressed, it slowly worked to other businesses as well. So those that weren't union members and, and are getting minimum wage, they, I think, were the hardest hit. And for us, you know, we had business, we had businesses who laid off all their employees, the owner and one other employee's working. She just spoke to me the other day and had said she hadn't paid herself in three months. They're not serving food in the restaurant. They're only serving refreshments because the propane is so expensive and food costs, if it's wasted, nobody's coming in to eat. Those kinds of things. I I got a a call from a gentleman in Salmon Arm and he said he was helping his son here on the island and he has run out of money to help him and he said this month was the month that he would probably be losing things. So it was really imperative that they get back to work, which was why I, I worked so hard to put pressure on both sides to get back to the table. What, what kind of impact has it had just for, for you as a municipal uh, leader there in the community? I mean, you've obviously been hearing from a lot of people who are worried about their futures and, and what this has meant. But, you know, when it comes time to, to trying to, you know, plan a budget or uh, look at what's going to happen with your tax base, I mean, how difficult is it to, to do that work uh, when you're looking at a large portion of your tax base unable to have any income? That's a good question. Uh, We are going through our budget process right now and and we'll be setting our tax rates and we'll be keeping in mind the fact that people haven't had an income or little income in the last seven and a half months. So we still have to debate and discuss that as a council. May have to look at deferment of taxes as well because uh, people will take, it will take a few months for them to get back on their feet again and, and catch up from all of the debt that they've accumulated. 
So what uh, what do you think uh, it should be learned from this whole experience? I know we're, we're still going through the process, still got to have this thing ratified, and hopefully that happens and that'll you know smooth things out a little bit moving forward. But what have you learned from this experience just in terms of you know maybe having a, a big reliance on one particular industry or one particular uh, union and, and the spinoff jobs that come with that? I mean, it sounds like, uh, you know, I, I heard some comments from you yesterday saying there is this, this is a real demonstration to, to display just how important it is to get some diversification within your economy. Absolutely. Uh, we did learn that we're resilient and that we care for each other. We, we, that was brought to the forefront again, and that is the positive. The other thing we learned is that we are forestry dependent, and I like to, to move towards being forestry-based. We need to diversify. We're doing our official community plan soon, and, and that will be a, a strong um, area in which we will look at to see what other industries uh, we can attract to our region. We also have the old growth strategic review that's looming, and that is, you know, BC is in a forestry wide, a BC wide forestry crisis. It's not just the coast and it's not just the interior. And with the old growth strategic review, it can mean some repercussions for both of us. And, and this strike made us realize what it could look like if some, you know, if there was a ban on old growth logging and, and that kind of a thing. So we need to be balanced with the environment and also look at the socioeconomic factors that come to play as well. Uh, have you had any conversations with other municipal leaders just, uh, you know, around this kind of topic about what can be done to make sure that uh, BC communities are not reliant on the forestry sector as, uh, you know, just as a sole industry? Um, I know, like, we've talked about it here in the interior as well, as we've been dealing with some issues when it comes to the forestry sector and the downturn that we're seeing there. And, um, you know, it really does speak to the need to, to diversify. Um, you know, have you just been having, you know, conversations with your municipal colleagues throughout the province to, to just figure out what the best ways to go about doing that are and to attract new businesses because it's not obviously it's it's important for our province as a whole absolutely and you know we have to we have to look at as smaller communities especially not being so reliant reliant on on the forest industry but it it is prudent to say that it is a sustainable um business and so i don't want to see forestry dismissed which is why the, we're doing. We're having a rally on the 18th, and many coastal communities are going to be going there, and that's to bring attention um, for the need for a working forest being set aside in, in perpetuity. Uh, protected forests have tripled since 1991, and 55% of the 3.5 million hectares of old growth are protected under parks and reserves, and of the 2.8 million that are left over, 81% of the old growth will never be logged. And so there are a lot of protected areas. And when we hear that it's the last of the remaining old growth, that's simply not true. Yeah, definitely some, some lessons to be learned here. And um, yeah, I really appreciate you coming on and, and taking the time to shed some light on just what your experience has been like over these last seven and a half months and, and the difficulty the community has faced and just sort of how resilient you guys have been and, and you know, you've been able to, to make your way through it. Anything else that you want to add here, Mayor Wickstrom, before I let you go, just to, to highlight just the, you know, the struggles you guys have had here over the last little while? Just to thank Minister Baines for, for getting more involved and, and the mediators, Amanda Rogers and Vince Reddy. Uh, I, I don't believe without that extra little bit of pressure they would have reached an agreement. And the fact that they did in the 10 days was the best possible outcome.
Right on. Well, thank you so much, Mayor Wickstrom, for taking the time. I really appreciate you coming on the show and talking about your experience. Uh, I think it's something that a lot of communities uh, could potentially be dealing with in the not-too-distant future when talking about the forestry industry specifically. So uh, thank you so much for shedding some light on that. I really appreciate it. Thank you, and I look forward to working with the Interior on this as well. Sounds good. Well, we'll keep in touch. That was the uh, Mayor of Vancouver Island Community of Port McNeil, Gabby Wickstrom.